It is party time. Welcome to another Monday episode of the Chad Prather Show's Thanksgiving week. Hope everybody's ready. Today we're going to talk about how those crazy Democrats are going to do an old switcheroo on all of us. And I'll remind you once again about how I'm always right. And then, of course, Argentina has a new president. We will get into that and more. I hope everybody is ready for the holidays. As you can see, my scraggly little uh, Charlie Brown Christmas tree back here behind me. Just one of the several Christmas trees that I have adorning my house. I was up at four o'clock this morning, dragging them out of the woods, uh, which could also be the garage, uh, putting them up. And uh, I'm lazy. If it were left up to me to go out into the wilderness and cut down a tree, there would be no Christmas trees. Uh, and I'm not going to string lights around them. It's just going to be pre-lit. So whatever. And yes, I put it up before Thanksgiving because at my age, we're going to drag all the holiday cheer out of this daggum thing that we can all season long. I want baby. Ah, uh, we're heading into it uh, tomorrow, just so you know. T tomorrow's technically my Thanksgiving, Brandon. I don't know if you guys have any. You told me you're cooking, right, Brandon? That's yeah, what I'm, you're doing? I'm, I'm cooking, cooking for myself, yeah. Yeah? Daniel, I see you over there. You cooking? You shake your head if you're cooking. Uh, no, I'm not. Anybody? No, no, no cooking. All right. Turkey, baby. George is cooking. George is going to do some eating. Little turkey. Um, I made a little. I made a video this morning. I put it on Facebook about macaroni and cheese. I think macaroni and cheese. I've talked about this before on the show. Macaroni and cheese goes with Thanksgiving. I think it does. And I always make right. it. And CJ's family is like, we well, don't understand. I was like, no, macaroni and cheese. I was like, listen, that's what they ate when they got off the Mayflower with those Indians. <laughs> um, I'm just telling you. Uh, macaroni and cheese tastes better than a widowed pilgrim pilgrim woman. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and they ate a lot of that. So um, I'm just saying, I'm making the macaroni and cheese. They can make fun of me. That is going to be on my table of gratitude this week, macaroni and cheese. If y'all can eat candied yams and crap like that, I can eat macaroni and cheese. I mean, the Indians grew it. Uh, Yankee Doodle stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni, baby. That's, that's God's country right there. Try that in a small town. Um but no, tomorrow we, we do a we do an annual turkey fry. So I got nine thousand people coming to my house tomorrow, uh, and two turkeys that we're frying. So uh, we're gonna be frying turkeys all day long. I don't, and there's turkeys are gonna show up everywhere. We may we may we may burn some alive. Yeah, and do some do some pilgrim shit, man, like they did in the 1600s. You know, just like burn some turkeys at the stake or something. Accuse them of being witches. Oh, it's a crazy world we're living in. Friday, if you're sick of your family by Thursday, Thanksgiving, and you're in North Texas and you want to come over to the Mule Barn, I think it's their ninth anniversary, we're going to do uh, a little music there at the Mule Barn in Justin, Texas. Me and the Ragamuffins will be full band over there and uh, hanging out having a good time. It's a, it's a show that starts at 9 o'clock, so... All you fuddy-duddies that see that the doors open at 6, that's drinking time, okay? So if you don't want to come standing around on the concrete all night long waiting on the show to start, delay your arrival time, okay? But come hang out with us. It's going to be a party. That's Black Friday night. I don't even know if we're supposed to say Black Friday anymore. I don't know if that's allowed. We could get canceled. I don't know if you're supposed to say any of that stuff. Um, uh, anyway, we're going to be there Friday night. That's the 24th. Okay. So I told you this was going to happen, and it is happening. Um, I told you that they will run Joe Biden. They're going to have all appearances of running Joe Biden for the presidency in 2024. He will be the candidate of note. He will be the candidate of record. 
But there's this greasy guy who's the governor of California that goes by the name of Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. And he has been kind of running a shadow campaign. If you pay attention to what he's doing, he's gone to China. Now, Xi Jinping last week came to San Francisco. They had a great little powwow there. They rolled out the literal red carpet, waved the Chinese communist flags. Uh, It was pathetic. It was a horrible display. But you can't help but just think that Gavin Newsom is running a little shadow campaign, just a little parallel deal, just kind of staying in the staying in the in the dark alleys there. But he's kind of running for president without running for president. Uh, Even Joe Biden in his speech last week said he said uh, this governor of California has done a great job. Uh, He could even do the job I'm looking for um, or the job I'm trying to get. So uh, when you have stuff like that being said, you have to wonder what the hell's going on, because there's nothing said by accident, nothing said by accident, including, as a side note, last week when Anthony, Anthony Blinken almost had several strokes uh, whenever Joe Biden was asked um, as he was leaving the podium, do you think Xi Jinping, do you still stand by your assessment that he's a dictator? You know, well, he is. I mean, it just they have a different kind of, kind of government over there, completely different from what we do. So, I mean, based on that, yeah. And you saw Anthony Blinken literally twitching over there. Looked like he just got in his fourth booster shot. Um, but <laughs> you say how, you ask the question, how can they run Joe Biden? Joe Biden, let's say, gets the nomination. They're not going to do any debates, anything like that. He's the candidate because he's the president. And we know the Democrats don't want Joe Biden. How do, how are they going to swing this? I mean, how are they going to make this happen? Well, once again, I just tell you, just go on record and say, and I'm never wrong. And, and since I've told you this, Uh, I'm not wrong about this either. A new article says that a DNC, Democratic National uh, Committee, a DNC document shows party, the party is authorized to swap out presidential candidates after receiving the nomination. That's right, after receiving the nomination. So a lot of the questions have surfaced in the recent months as to whether or not the Democratic Party would or or if they're even able to remove President Joe Biden as a candidate in the 2024 election and replace him with somebody else. Well, lo and behold, ah, the DNC's call for the 2024 Democratic National Convention issued by the Democratic Party of the United States Here's what they said. They said, in the event of death, resignation, or disability of a nominee of the party for president or vice president after the adjournment of the national convention, after the convention, the national chairperson of the Democratic National Committee shall confer with the Democratic leadership of the United States Congress and the Democratic Governors Association and shall report to the Democratic National Committee, which is authorized Fill the vacancy or vacancies. Um, Now, rhetoric like that has been used in the past. We know that, I mean, Republicans would probably do the exact same thing. I wouldn't put it past them in any way, shape, or form. I'm not telling you that so that you would be shocked that they would say something like that. Of course, they have the ability to replace the candidate in the event of a death or resignation or disability. But... Now you see the game plan. So if you're asking the question, how would they do it? That's exactly how. So um, I think that's the plan. I think that's what's going to happen. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. They are consistently maintaining that Biden will be the nominee on the ballot. They downplay any of the res- you know, reports or concerns about a replacement. But when the time comes, folks, this is what you're going to get. So, oh, and don't forget, Gavin Newsom is is poised to have a debate with Ron DeSantis, who is the Republican candidate who's consistently been in the second place running in the primary process. Uh, he slipped a little bit in the last couple of weeks, uh, and some of the other candidates have kind of replaced him in the second spot. And you ask yourself, why do guys like Ron DeSantis hang in there? Well, because Ron DeSantis is running on the basis and the hopes that Donald Trump goes to prison and or is somehow disqualified and can't run for president. So he's hanging in there, man. He's tighter than a hair in a biscuit. Um, But again, don't get your hopes up on Joe Biden. Listen, Joe Biden is not fit. I don't know if you guys saw the clip from yesterday or the day before where he walks over to the six-year-old girl and he says, you have the prettiest ears. You have the, you got the coolest ears. Uh, Joe, what the hell are you talking about, dude? It's a six-year-old child. Why do you have an affinity for, for female children? Why do you have an affinity for little girls? And then he doubles down on it and says, oh, what's your name? You, uh, you Catherine? Oh, that's my mommy's name. That's what Joe says to the six-year-old girl. And then he says, how old are you, 17? Somehow Joe has this weird fetish that he wants all little girls to be 17 years old. That's not the first time, not even the second time he's done that. And uh, he does, I mean, the dude is not with us. He's not there, okay? And it's creepy. Anybody that wants to bring a little girl around Joe Biden at this point in time, you need to have your head checked. But even David Axelrod, who was the uh, senior advisor to Barack Obama, said just last week that Biden should drop out of the race. So the guy is not 100%. We know that. They don't want him there. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And I don't know if you guys, and I can't stand, I can't stand Michael Rappaport. Um, A lot of you said, who? Well, Michael Rappaport, of course, is he's an actor and he's, you know, he's one of these, I don't know, the guy thinks he's, you know, a good fella or something like that with his, you know, rants, his internet popping off, you know. F this and F that and F you and everybody. But uh, here's what he had to say about the upcoming election. And it's shocking uh, his opinion that he has now about Donald Trump after all these years of complaining about Donald Trump. Guys, if you don't mind for me, would you please play clip number five? Things don't get straightened up in this world ASAP. And I know Smoking Joe has said the right thing about Israel. But when I'm seeing motherfuckers in New York City, climb in public in front of crowds of people, rip down UN flags, rip down Israeli flags, rip down American flags on Veterans Day. When the economy is the way the economy is, when I'm paying mortgage rates up the wonk up, I mean, I'm getting, forget a, forget a colonoscopy. You don't need to get a colonoscopy. Go, uh, go buy a house. The interest rates, go buy a car. And I know Smoking Joe has done some things for the, I know. But I'm telling you right now, go, go buy yourself, a, go, go, check, go check what it's like to buy a car. Buy a house. The money. The f- chaos in this country. The chaos around the world. But I'm too far down the Kringle Mandingo. I'm too far down the disruptive warrior <coughs> rabbit hole to pull back. Now, the comments have been made, I said. I've had conversations with some of my 
If it comes down to pig Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll still call him slob Donald Trump, pig Donald Trump, and all that. But we need to get this whole fucking situation under control. Yeah. I, <laughs> Michael Rappaport has one of the most slappable faces. He really does. The guy's not healthy. Um, and um, again, he hates he hates Donald Trump. But again, he not only doubled down there, he doubled down in regards to the so-called sympathy that these TikTokers are having towards Osama bin Laden's um, uh, letter to America. And uh, he said, I'm having an existential crisis. Um, he said it blew my mind. And so then he went off on them. I think there's a lot of people out there. Uh, over this Israel-Hamas situation, not to mention the economy. I mean, we should have been pissed off with the Biden administration a long time ago. But when it comes to this Israel-Hamas situation and people siding with Hamas and and now Osama bin Laden coming out empathetic with Osama bin Laden, um, I think you're going to see a lot of people who are saying we just can't stomach any more of much less this administration. So... We will see what happens. But, folks, what's the what was it we say around here? I'm always right. That's right. I'll just go ahead and help you. All right, guys, we're up against another shutdown with the government later on this month. We'll see what happens. Um, it's okay. Don't worry about it. The folks in Washington, D.C., they got it under control. They always do. They always find a deal, don't they, when it comes to government shutdowns. They find a way to keep paying themselves. They find a way to bail out of those situations. And do we really bail out of them? I don't know. Um, I'll tell you how they get themselves out of it. They do it with more spending. And while they're out having their steak dinner and drinking a little champagne and slapping each other on the back, your savings account is dwindling. Your retirement is going down because the dollar is being weakened every single day with their activities and the decisions they make. Here's what you got to do. You got to diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. Listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text CHAD, I spell it Chad, to 989898. Claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. And uh, no money out of pocket, which is cool. And you still get the free gold bars. So you got to do that investment by December 22nd. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Uh, text CHAD to 989898 and receive a free info kit on gold. And you'll be eligible if you do it by Black Friday. So you got to hurry. Do it by Black Friday and receive the gold bars on your qualified purchase. Hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. All right, guys, I tell you, um, I, like I said, I got up at four o'clock this morning. I, boys, I tell you, I'm already on my way here. I've gained four pounds in the last week. Four pounds. Where does that come from? Uh, where, where did, what did I do? You put, what did I do? You're putting on anticipation weight? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, 
I'm, I've got to get my crap back together, dude. At least I'm starting from a better place than I did in my last little weight loss uh, stint. I, I'm, on, I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to go out like a little bitch like that. Um, I got up and um, we were we were in the coolest venue uh, this past. Jesse Payton and I did a show, comedy show, first ever comedy show at this venue, Putters and Gutters. Uh, in Marble Falls, Texas. They've got one in Lampasas that's been there for, I think, six or seven years. This one's now been there two years in Marble Falls. It's a cool place. Like, they have an arcade. They've got a bowling alley. they got a skating rink. they got everything in there. Putt-putt, the whole stuff. And so, um, but then they've got a huge concert venue out there for music. And we sold it out. We packed the thing out. And I told him, I said, you guys have got to let us come back. And the reason is because the venue is super cool. The audience was incredible. The green room, possibly the, I mean, could be venue of the year just based off of their green room alone, which most people don't get to go enjoy that. But for the artist, they had two bedrooms. They had the bathroom and the showers. They had, I mean, most green rooms are tucked away with a closet, you know, and, and you got a sofa and a a couple of chairs to sit in and wait for your opportunity to go on stage. This place was legit. So anyway, I told him, I said, I'm coming back twice next year, coming back to do music one time, coming back to do comedy late next year, Marble Falls, Texas. I got to give them a shout out, dude. They were badass. And, um, uh, I was sitting there trying to think like, what did I eat over the weekend? How did I, maybe it's water weight. Maybe I'm retentive. Maybe I'm on my period. I don't know. I need to have, just have a good cry or something like that. And just, uh, like I never understood. Like I don't know if you guys, um, you guys paid attention to this. We'll get into Argentina here in a second. But Snoop Dogg says he's done with the smoke. He says, <laughs> "Who are you, Snoop?" Like he says he's done. Uh, we've got that clip, don't we? We have the actual reveal. So the say he did he did the tweet or the Instagram yeah. post that said, "I'm giving up smoke." Now that was Giving all I said. Smoke. It was very cryptic the way he worded it, but we have he like, he did the announcement mystery. Yeah, he did the announcement today, so we have that. Play clip number. I have two. an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking, Snoop. Smoke is kind of your whole thing, but I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. <laughs> because it's such a stupid product. <laughs> <laughs> He's high as a kite. Uh, yeah. God bless anyone who thought Snoop Dogg was actually going completely sober. Right. Although I got to say, yeah. I never expected a, a fire pit company to have the money to get Snoop Dogg for an ad. That could not have been cheap. Oh. No, those those solo stoves, uh, we've got a couple of them. They are badass, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, they they're badass, dude. We take them on the camping trips with us. Of course, again, I've always, you know, um, my fireside, which we had Kirk Cameron on uh, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Kirk and I both uh, partner with Adam Kovar out in California. My fireside fire pits you need to check those out. It's it's a higher dollar deal, but he does those custom plates on the side yeah, and all right. that stuff. Uh, not smokeless, but a badass fire pit, and I'm firing mine up tomorrow. But we've got those solo stuffs, and they, they're pretty cool products. So I was like, what is Snoop talking about? And then my buddy <laughs> Matt Pittman, my buddy Matt Pittman with Meat Church, who, who's got all the barbecue seasonings right. um, and the rubs and stuff, he was doing it too. He said, I'm giving up smoke. And I was like, I see. There's a marketing okay. ploy going on. 
here. So I kind of saw through it over the weekend. I was like, something's going on, but I did not know it was going to be solo stoves. Yeah. I was, so, I went anyway. to their website and I was convinced like that you had to be able to smoke weed somehow with like the stove. I was like, is there a compartment <laughs> that you can put it in that it like pre smokes it or something? But no, just a, just a really good fire pit. It's a fire pit <laughs> and uh, doesn't have a water bong or anything like no. that. So not anyway. yet. Not yet. New attachment maybe in the not future. Yet. Not yet. And I can just, you know, Snoop's the kind of guy who'd be sitting around a fire pit too. So <laughs> he's one of those guys. All right. So I, I love, I don't know a damn thing about Javier Millet. I don't, Millet, however you say his name, Millet. Javier Millet is the new president in Argentina. Um, this dude looks like, he looks to me like Liberace had a love child with Elvis. Um, and and it, from some angles, he's sort of got, yeah, he's like, he's like, the the evil Santa Claus version of Liberace there. I love the stuff that he says, though. It's pretty radical. It's pretty wild. He doesn't mince words. He says, these leftists, you got to beat the hell out of them because they're coming to kill us. They'll end all of us. And if you look at where we've been with cancel culture and uh, trying to just come at people. I, I, listen, our very own Sarah Gonzalez with the News and Why It Matters, Sarah Gonzalez has been under attack because she was talking about that crazy, the crazy antics of the of the woman in Congress over there, uh, who he, she called her a hood rat on the news and why it matters, and they all came after her saying this racist piece of shit. And I was like, well, Sarah Gonzalez isn't a racist. <laughs> None of us are, but it's funny because you can't even use words to describe your activities without saying, oh, they're a racist. Well, then don't act like a hood rat. I mean, it's real simple. Don't act like a don't act like you ain't got any damn sense, and you won't get called out on that. And uh, so anyway, they've been they've been going after Sarah, the death threat she's gotten and stuff. I asked her last night how she was doing with all that. She said, I think it's hilarious. Um, and, and some of the stuff that's out there is, is pretty damn funny. But um, anyway, Millet, 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 however you say his name, you guys will correct me because it's the Internet and that's what you're here to do. Um, he has had some play clip number eight real quick. Let's just check this guy out for a minute. Play clip number eight. And uh, here he is out there. He's he's the people love him. I mean, this has been a very left. Argentina is very left leaning in terms of their policy. They've driven themselves into poverty. Uh, this is a very large country. You know, he brings bring. And again, I, you know, if Joe Biden were hugging on a kid like this, I'd have some concerns. I don't know who this kid is, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this kid's pretty emotionally. This kid's holding on to a lot of baggage here. And uh, the new president's kind of hugging it out with him. He's so thankful, which is weird. I see this stuff for these other countries, and I'm like, is this scripted? What's the deal? Now he's going to sign him. I would I would give Joe Biden a hard time for this, <laughs> the same as anybody would give Donald Trump a hard time for this. But it seems, it seems you know, it seems it, to be what it is. These people are damn excited to have a new president. Uh, play clip number nine. Here's Javier Millet. Hola, soy Javier Milei, el libertario, y este es un saludo para todos los que nos siguieron Greeting hoy en el programa de Viviana y para show, todos aquellos que me acompañan en dar la lucha contra los colectivistas hijos de recontrarremis puta que nos quieren cagar la vida. Así que que les mando un abrazo grande. <laughs> Want to screw up our lives? He said, uh, "Long live freedom, damn it." I, I like this guy. He's pretty radical, pretty wild. Doesn't mince any words. So um, there you go. Uh, we'll see how it, it's funny to me. And I'll just give you this commentary. We can talk about more about it, but for it, we'll go to a break. Um, it's always funny to me the way, uh, 
they implement these extreme progressive left-leaning policies. The policies take the people and their their country to just absolute crap. Just turn it into a cesspool. Uh, people are drowning in poverty. They're drowning in debt. They're drowning in filth. And then the pendulum swings and you end up with someone that's a right-leaning conservative. Now, this guy seems to be uh, pretty radically out there in terms of his outspokenness. We'll see. I've seen some memes out there. I've seen some uh, I've seen some reports about his past and things like that. I don't know. I don't know anything about it other than this is the way culturally, historically, the pendulum swings. When people can't take it anymore, it swings back to conservatism. It's free. It swings back to free market. It swings back to capitalism. It swings back to independent liberty, uh, governing yourself. It swings back to those things because you can't, you can't build a society on progressive radicalism. You can't build a society on identity politics. You can't build a society on your feelings. None of that stuff works. It ends, look look at the streets of Chicago. Look at New York with the migrant crisis. Look at California with the taxation. Uh, they, just released a, they just released a graph of the freest states in America. Uh, the one ranked number one, the freest state in America was New Hampshire. Um, as a point of comparison, Texas was 17, South Dakota, which is where I'm going to go whenever you stop hearing from me and I disappear from the planet. I'll be in the Black Hills. I'll be up there living with the Lakota. If they'll have me, we'll see. You'll see me protesting on the side of the road with them. Um, that was number two, South Dakota. Um, New York was ranked 50th, the least free in America. Um, California was like 47th, 48th. I don't remember, but it was something like that. Hawaii was like, you know, 48th, something like that. These progressively liberal countries, or I should say states and countries that are out there run this way, guys, it never works. It never works. Look at Atlanta. Look at Baltimore. Look at pick any major city. Look at San Francisco. When you run things off of progressive politics, it makes everybody feel so good to just throw your arms open and be accepting of every single thing the river drags downstream. But guys, at some point in time, you got to tell the truth. And the truth sounds mean. And the truth sounds exclusive. And the truth sounds like it excludes other people. No, listen, I'm telling you, if you want to build your life you want to build your government. You want to build your city, state, and your country. You want to build those things and do it correctly. There's got to be rules. There's got to be discipline. There's got to be parameters. That is, in essence, what conservatism brings in. Argentina has now felt the dregs of progressivism. Now they're swinging back the other way. They've embraced Javier Millet, and we'll see what happens. Just see what happens. I'm telling you, if Donald Trump gets reelected in 2024, if a Republican president, specifically Donald Trump, gets elected in 2024, if he's back in as president, I want you to watch immediately, immediately what happens to things like gas prices and grocery prices and the inflation issue. Watch what happens with the stock market. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. I'm not I'm not going to dig real deep into your little minutia and your micro views of the economy and all those kind of things. I'm just telling you it's going to happen. Will there be other consequences? Yes, some of them positive, some of them negative. But I'm telling you, when conservatism comes back in, rules of engagement and, and discipline is put back in place, society thrives. It does a whole lot better because people have the freedom to govern themselves. All right. All right, guys. Uh, 
You can never, you could, these, these people crying in the street, you'll never convince them of that. Uh, listen, but right now we, we've got progressivism. We've got chaos in the streets. There's a lot of things to be nervous about. You look on social media, read the news, you, you watch this show and you see the videos that we show you. There's craziness out there. And a lot of you have done, I know for a fact, a lot of you just gone out and buy a gun or you go out and buy more guns, but you leave your guns in the safe or you leave your guns in the closet, they collect dust and you don't go out and train with them. And so if it ever came time that you needed to use your gun, you wouldn't know how to, or you'd hurt yourself or you'd hurt somebody innocent that's not supposed to get hurt. And uh, you need to train. Unfortunately, it's time consuming and expensive to go to the range. Ammo prices are through the roof. So I continue to just encourage you to try iTarget Pro. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the comfort of your own home. You load your caliber-specific laser bullet, and you can do dry fire practice. Um, you can you can practice by yourself. You can compete with friends. You can time yourself, train other people who are new to firearms. Check it out, iTargetPro.com, and get 10% at checkout. Get it off, 10% off at checkout whenever you use promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. It's the smartest, safest way to train. And uh, competitive shooters, they dry fire train all the time as part of their regimen. The letter I, TargetPro.com. Use offer code CHAD. We'll be right back. I was on, um, I did a lot of shows last week, uh, not just on here, but other people's shows. I was on Eric Bowling. I was on Dan Ball. I was on uh, several different folks, uh, different networks. Um, a lot of it was talking about the new song, I'd Be Jolly Too, which, by the way, is crushing it. Thank you for uh, making it a hit and continue to do so. If you haven't heard the new song, I'd Be Jolly Too, uh, go to where music is offered. You can do it on Spotify, Pandora, Apple. You can even Google it or not Google it. You can search it on YouTube and, and it'll give you the album cover and you can listen to the song there. Um, it's out there. You want to hear it? It's out there. Stream it, download it, buy it, add it to your holiday playlist, make it fun. But the crucial thing is tell your friends and family about it so that they do the same thing. You know, we, we're all about doing something here with based records that is counterculture. And what I mean by that is in the face of cancel culture, let's go back to to just saying, hey, let people pick and choose the stuff they want to hear, the things they want to view, the things they want to listen to. Because we know it's being throttled by the algorithms and the censors and the people that just say, well, we don't agree with that. Or we don't have the huge money behind it like these, you know, Hollywood and Nashville and Austin and New York executives have that they're putting behind the entertainment industry. And I always tell people, I said, you know, we don't have we're not using the telephone, telethon or, you know, telegrams or television. We're using teleperson. So I want you to tell each other about this song. I'd be jolly, too. You know, we, we did the project uh, Ain't No Rock and Roll is a song that came out by our buddy Brad Skistimus five times August. That's another huge one that stirred a whole lot of stuff up. And to the degree that we can make these songs successful, the more songs we're going to put out in the days ahead. We've been in the studio doing a bunch of stuff, and I appreciate the support. It's a lot of fun, and it's a damn good song. A lot of people have asked me when the video is coming out. The video will be out on the 24th, so that's Friday. So the video is funny. I made it myself, uh, shot it, edited it, produced it, the whole thing, did it myself. And you're going to laugh uh, when you see, if you've heard the song, you can only imagine what's coming with the video. You're going to laugh when you see the video. So stay tuned on that. Um, speaking of the entertainment industry, Barbara Streisand just can't fathom the idea of Donald Trump being president again. Uh, here's what she said if Donald Trump was reelected. Babs Streisand. Play clip number seven. 
You've known of, you've known and supported a lot of political figures. You're friends yeah. with the Clintons. Yeah. I'm not going to get into you dating Pierre Trudeau, but you have politicians in more than one country, shall we say. What do you make of the political climate of the United States now? Bad. Well, I like Biden. Mm -hmm. I like Biden. I think he's done a good job. I think he's compassionate. He's smart. He supports the right things. How do you feel about the specter of a second Trump administration? I will move. I can't live in this country if that's, if he became president. But where would you go? Where would you go? If Probably you're not to England. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like England. I like England. Uh, that if you look up the word vapid in the dictionary, Barbara Streisand's probably sitting there, just her picture, uh, a camel face. I don't, I don't know how you go into the plastic surgeon and says, I want to look like a camel. I like camels. I want to look like a camel. Uh, but to say, I'm going to go live in England. I like England. Do you, do you really like open borders? Do you like it being overrun with, uh, with Muslim migrants? Do you, do you really, are you a pro Hamas, uh, person with sentiment? towards Palestine in that regards that you're going to take to the street with the tens of thousands that are already doing that in London. I don't know, Barbara, maybe you'll just get you an estate out in the countryside and go out into obscurity. Oh, that's right. You already live in obscurity because most of us didn't even realize you were still alive, much less relevant. You're not. And so again, you go on the Colbert show and you're like, oh, I can't do it. I like Joe Biden. I like Joe Biden. I think our political situation is bad. Oh, wait, I like Joe Biden. It's almost like she went off the script and was going to say the wrong thing. Oh, I, I like Joe Biden. He's compassionate. He's smart. He, he does the right things. Joe doesn't do anything. Are you kidding me? Come on, Babs. How many M&Ms can you shove up your nose? Idiot. Um, the Rock kind of put his foot in his mouth, too. He was on Joe Rogan's show last week. And um, he, you know, he had some things to say about old Joe Biden. Play clip number six. When I was a kid, you could have a Republican friend. Like it, it was no yes, big deal. Yes, yes. It's no big deal. Like, oh, Bobby likes George Bush. Of Who course. cares? Who gives right. a f You know, you were a supporter of Bill Clinton. He liked George Bush. Nobody cared. Nobody like f you. You yeah. know, it wasn't like you're a Nazi. Like, I'm a, what am I? I'm a Nazi. I just want lower taxes. That's what <laughs> talking saying? about. How did I become a Nazi? Dude, it's, a, it's the craziest thing. I have friends who support Trump. I have friends who support Biden. I have friends. Do you really have friends who support Biden? I do. Come well, on. Well, no, 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 no. Here's, here's what I do. I have, I have friends. Thank you. That's a good check because that's important. <laughs> this is important context. They support the Democratic Party. I have friends who are loyal to the party. Yes. I got friends that are loyal to the party. Dwayne Johnson thinks he's so smooth. Um, again, I want to remind you, Dwayne Johnson, first of all, it's weird to me that Rogan's got him on, especially since he stabbed Rogan in the back a couple of years ago when they tried to really cancel Joe Rogan with the whole former use of the N-word in a comedy set. And, uh, of course, Rogan came out and apologized, but Dwayne Johnson vocally distanced himself from Joe Rogan at the time. And now they're buddy buddies, which is weird to me. I mean, which is it? Did, did he suddenly not say the word that you didn't approve of? Or is that just water under the bridge? I mean, was his apology enough for Dwayne Johnson? Now you can go sit and have a conversation with him for three hours. I don't understand how any of the rules work anymore, if there are any rules at all. Uh, but I'll remind everybody that Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, was an ardent Biden supporter and endorser in the 2020 run. So 
you know, who's who's Dwayne Johnson going to vote for? We don't know. I'm going to assume he's one of those guys who's going to be loyal to the party. And I can't see him, uh, let's say, being a Trump supporter in any way, shape or form. But it's a good check right there. He's he's at least honest about that. He doesn't. That's 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 Dwayne Johnson who is on top of the world, one of the most famous people on the globe in the history of humankind, saying he doesn't know anybody that supports Joe Biden. All of his Hollywood folks, uh, everybody out there in business with Dwayne John, he's, he can't say, I have friends. He could have doubled down and said, no, no, I do have friends that support Joe Biden. But he couldn't do that. He could not, in all honesty, say that. So, you know, there you go. Um, and... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't can't find anybody. I mean, Barbara Streisand, she was lying when she said she liked Biden. That was I, listen, if you can read the micro expressions on somebody's face when they're given an interview, that's dishonest. What she said is dishonest. If she says she likes Biden, she would not. Be, I promise you, you test Barbara Streisand right now. If, if Stephen Colbert was worth his salt as an interviewer, he would have said, tell me what you like that Joe Biden does. She says he makes all the right decisions. What's a decision that Joe Biden has made? Is it the open borders? Is it the inflation? Um, is it the, you know, is it the, uh, the pipelines that he shut down? Tell me what it is that Joe Biden has done that's a good decision. Barbara Streisand would not be able to do that. So again, I have no doubt that there are people out there who want to just support the party and they will do it again. Will 81 million do it? I don't know. I, I was having a conversation yesterday with a friend who said, I don't even vote in the presiden presidential elections because what's the point? They've got the whole thing rigged. To a degree, I understand what you're saying. To a degree, I understand that you think that the whole process is just a farce. And to a degree, it is. Uh, but folks, We've got to overwhelm that algorithm. We've got to. Um, this country will not survive. Look what ha was happened under Joe Biden's watch in three years. There's no way this country survives another term with Joe Biden. First of all, Joe Biden probably won't survive another term. Uh, it, it, he won't last that long. But they're not going to let that happen. And if you get a guy like Gavin Newsom, in office, as I've said over and over again, you could take Kamala and Joe Biden, combine them together. Gavin Newsom is 10 times worse than both of them combined. He is a communist. All right, guys, if you haven't subscribed to The Blaze, we're trying to give you every incentive in the world to do that with the new uh, TheBlaze.com for your news, uh, entertainment. We're working on some scripted series. We're working on docu-series, uh, you know, the what happened in Maui, all of that stuff. We're doing a ton of stuff that's just that's just great for uh, not only entertainment, but also for information. And, you know, Hollywood, we know it's been lacking for a long time when it comes to stories of redemption. That stuff gets throttled back so bad. Movies, TV shows, they've trended towards the anti-hero, which is the flawed person that makes no effort to change, just becomes worse and worse as the story goes on. Well, it's a different story when you're talking about our friend Phil Robertson and the new movie about his life, The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family. It's available for purchase on Blaze TV. You can get it right here. If you've made a mess of your life, maybe you know somebody that's made a mess of theirs and they feel like there's no hope. Uh, if you feel beyond redemption, this is a story of redemption. You want to see this movie and remind yourself there's always hope. The Blind takes you on an incredible journey of Phil Robertson's life, gives you an intimate look into the man behind the legend and the trials, the triumphs, the values that shaped him through the years. So many people watch Phil's show. 
Um, and you need to you need to find out the story behind uh, who is Phil Robertson. The Blind, uh, it wasn't a Blaze Media production, but since Phil is such a part of the Blaze Media family, Blaze TV, uh, we want to make sure you had the opportunity to stream it right here because, it, you know, we can't include it as part of your subscription. You have to buy it because we didn't make it. Uh, so buy it here and, um, and, and watch it. I think that's a good deal, and it uh, supports everybody involved. The Blind, Phil Robertson's story on Blaze TV. You can buy it now, blazetv.com slash the blind. You can get it for $19.99, blazetv.com slash the blind, and we'll be right back. Yeah, uh, you know, let's let's go back to that deal. You know, Rogan was talking about Trump when he made the appearance at the UFC thing. Go, go ahead and play that clip for me, guys. Play it real quick. When he walked out of Madison Square Garden, it was bananas. Really? It Went was crazy. the yeah. whole place was cheering. He walks out to Kid Rock's American Badass <laughs> with Kid Rock oh, and Tucker Carlson walking in like the right-wing Avengers. <laughs> And the place went nuts. I'm telling you, the f cheers of the crowd were nuts. I mean, it was overwhelmingly in support of him, and it lasted a long time. I mean, it was a roar. I mean, you had to hear what the crowd sounded like before he walked in, and then he did. I mean, it was just overwhelming cheers. That's for like over a minute. I mean, just imagine a minute of people screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't argue with that kind of result. I mean, the people are obviously in, in on that side. I mean, they're excited about Donald Trump. I mean, that's again, that's your that's your folks right there. That's America. That's blue collar folks. These aren't these wild-eyed progressives that are on college campuses here. That's everyday folks. They, Rich Eisen had Bill Burr on his show talking about his wife giving the double birds, giving the two fingers. I said, you know, 20,000 people were there supporting Trump except for one, Bill Burr's wife. And Bill Burr said, oh, I didn't know I was going to the Republican National Convention. I thought I was going to a fight. Well, that's that's what happens, bro. You 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 surprise the folks with something like that. You give them what they want, and boom, there it is. It's, it's exciting stuff. So... Um, you know, that's that's I got a feeling that you're going to see more and more of that as the days go forward. People are sick to death of being told that this is normal, that this Biden administration and this crap going on in America, it's not normal. People want to tell me that my tinfoil hat's on too tight. They want to tell me that I'm a conspiracy theorist. They want to tell me that I, I'm out here crying wolf and, and trying to ring the alarm on, on things that aren't happening in our country. Bullshit. It's happening. There's some bad stuff going on. And, uh, you know... You know what? Let's do this. Uh, so many of you probably saw these, this clip. You've probably seen most of these clips we're playing here tonight. But uh, Kid Rock had this to say on, on the Bud Light debacle. And what he said here, you know what? By the way, it did come out um, that Bud Light did pay Dylan Mulvaney about $185,000, which, by the way, they had been on record saying we didn't pay him anything. Just all these, all these different influencers, they all got a can. He was just one of them, and it shouldn't have ever influenced anybody. You guys still continue you not to get it, but uh, it's now been revealed they paid him like $185,000, so suck on it. Um, we, we weren't wrong on that deal, but here's what Kid Rock had to play on Bud Light, and it's a good perspective. It's a good perspective, and I think it sums a lot up. Play clip number four. Speaking of that UFC fight, I'm standing there with our favorite president, right? 
And someone comes over to like the CEO of Anheuser-Busch standing right behind you. Right. So I go to the POTUS. I'm like, hey, that's the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. Trump's like, you want to go talk to him? I'm like, I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I me and him go over. We actually had a great conversation. Really? Because, you know, if you put this in context, why, does, why did this start? It's like, you know, I told him that night. I go, you signaled to a lot of people like myself, like-minded people. Put the trans thing aside for a minute, right? I was like, but by sending that can to the trans kid, you kind of signaled to us, <clears throat> you support this lifestyle. And more importantly, like men being in women's sports or in my granddaughter's locker room. Most of us draw a hard line right there. Yeah. And he went on. You need to check that interview out because he went on and ex did a lot of explaining of of why people were miffed at that deal and how at the end of the day, conservatives, you want to live your life a certain way. Listen, we'll let you do that. We don't have a problem. It's when you start cramming it down everybody's throat. And that's in essence was just another sign of what Bud Light was doing. So um, it was more than just one can and we weren't threatened by the one can. It's it's at a point in time where you say, you know, we're just done with this nonsense. I mean, you got uh, the stuff that's going on. There was a there's a female boxer. Uh, you can read this, theblaze.com. Female boxer learns at the last moment that her opponent that she was about to get in a ring with, guess what? Biological man. Biological man. So she dropped out of the competition. So Australian transvestite won the Canadian women's boxing competition in Quebec by default because the female opponent dropped out, refused to fight a man. Uh, again, that's what needs to be happening, folks. That's what needs to be happening. Um, you, you find out that um, you, you're getting in the ring with a dude, with a dude, and it's a different game. It's a different game. It's so kudos to her for doing that. Uh, it comes at a huge risk. It comes at a huge sacrifice. It comes at a huge loss. But uh, we got to see more than that. And I, you can read up on this story, Brandon. Maybe we'll talk about it some tomorrow in, in Monday's Hangover. But uh, Democrat candidate in Oregon was exposed as a dominatrix. Uh, which boosts booster campaign with Playboy photos. See, now this is politics I could probably get behind, you know? I mean, I could probably, yeah. Uh, but you could go <laughs> read more about that. I mean, let's let's get a look at this girl. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. I see what's happening here. I see what's happening here. She's out there. She That's that's one way to campaign, guys. I, that's, that's okay. That is one way to campaign. But uh, you can read more about that at theblaze.com. Maybe we'll... Uh, they tried to shame her, and she doubled down on the thing, and boom, went back. So uh, started selling photos. Hey, hang tight. We'll be right back. As you can see, this tree, this poor tree, still is not decorated. Still not decorated. I may not decorate it. The only thing, I got several trees up. I'm running out of decorations at this point. CJ told me that she was going to go to Hobby Lobby and, and start buying a bunch of Christmas crap so she could completely transform my house. And I was like, no, you are not. You transform your house because your Christmas decorations will be up until April. And I like to take my stuff down uh, the 1st of January. So, no. Don't you come over here and make it look like Santa Claus threw up in my living room. You understand me, woman? I'm talking to you. Now I'm saying it publicly. Um, anyway, you guys come celebrate with us Black Friday. That is this Friday, the 24th, Justin, Texas. We will be at the Mule Barn. Uh, that's a cool place, man. It's a lot of fun. And uh, then on the 1st of November, we're going to be at a 5D down there in Yorktown, Texas. Kerrville has been rescheduled until April 
apparently the Texas DOT decided to do a construction project, which is totally messing up their outdoor stage. And then uh, the 7th through the 9th of December, I'm going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas, my good friend. Uh, Paula Jones is going to come to one of those shows. Y'all know Paula. You remember her from Bill Clinton days, bringing the family. Uh, we're going to be at the Little Rock Looney Bin, then St. Cloud, Florida to end out the year. Lots of stuff going on. We'll catch you tomorrow. We love you. Don't forget, subscribe to The Blaze, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad, and we will see you tomorrow. I love you. God bless you. Bye.